Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know, Toby Keith that we hear right here, and by the way, fan text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. He... He was true to his country and his craft, and I give him a lot of credit for that. No matter what side of the aisle you're on, and I've got feedback and saw feedback on social media from soldiers who are on both sides of the aisle, and they said, I'm indebted to this guy because when I was deployed in an area of conflict, in a battle zone, Toby Keith came, and he performed where we were, and I'll never forget that. I saw multiple cases of that today. People were reaching out to me when I had commented on him, and he don't necessarily need to – you do what you can. I mean, just because you didn't serve doesn't mean you're less. Um, I value the people who serve so, so much, but there are a lot of people who serve that are reaching out and saying, wow, Toby Keith was somebody that – did as much as he could for us when we were deployed. And that says a lot. He also deserves credit, not just for being true to his country, but his craft. When Peter Jennings told him he couldn't perform the lyrics, we'll put a boot in your ass, it's the American way, on TV, Keith said the country was angry post 9-11. No matter if you're Republican, Democrat, whatever. The country was angry. And it was. And... He was either doing the song in its entirety or he wasn't doing it. And he said, like, that's the way it is. He stayed true to his craft. And I commend him a ton for that. A total ton for that. Because people were, if you remember, and it's so weird that there are a lot of people who don't because they weren't old enough. Um, the country was angry at that point. And he did, conv- he, he had just done that song in Annapolis at the Naval Academy. And the network wouldn't let him do it, or at least Peter Jennings on his show, wouldn't let him do it with that lyric. And he said, okay, it's either all or nothing. And for him to stand up for his art and for his form and for his craft and say, no, that ain't the way I do it. It's not going to be abridged, and I just won't do it then. I'm not going to come on the show. And I give him a ton of credit for that. Anyway, fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia. Peters Township, visit them at southhillskia.net. I just hope that moving forward we can start to identify people for people and not necessarily aligned with their politics or a political party. It's just, it's always too much for me. All right, let's get back into it. So, Pomp was in studio today at KDK. He had Art the Second on, and Art the Second came on, and I didn't see all the stuff that they talked about. I just, nah, didn't see all the stuff that they talked about. But what I did see was something that is making everybody talk right now. So, 
Art II was talking to Pomp, and Pomp said, would you trade for a quarterback? Art Rooney II said, as we sit here in early February, we're not closing the door on anything. We have a lot of evaluations to go through, and we'll go through all of the options as we do uh, uh, that we do, and what we need to do better this coming season, we'll figure it out. That's not a no. We got to talk about this at 412-928-9370. Art the second, if I know anything about him, and I think I know a decent amount about Art the second. He closes a door whenever he feels as if a door needs to be closed. If something is a no, zero chance, nada, or even pretty close to it, he'll let you know you're wasting your time barking up that tree. Like if Kenny Pickett was the nailed down number one starter, everybody was happy with him, and it was for sure, for sure, that he was their guy that they had so much confidence in going into the season, Art would have said to Bob Pompiani, would have turned to him during this interview that you can, I'm sure, see again on the 11 o'clock news. He would have turned to him and said, we have our quarterback situation pretty comfortably in hand, and we've got the guy in Kenny that we're sure can guide us through the next year or to the places we want to get to. He did not say that. By leaving the door open, Art said a ton. Because, again, he stamps things out. I've studied, studied this. He absolutely stamps things out whenever they are things that uh, are non-starters for him. And he did not do that. Says a ton. Breadman in Penn Hills. Hi, Breadman. Hey, man. What's going on? Not much. How you doing? Not much, right? Nope. Good. Colin, I have something to tell you. Let's hear. You're one of the only people that would do some investigative reporting on this. It's super interesting. Do you want to hear the story? Yes. Okay. Listen. So my brother sends me a picture of the new of the painting in the new Permanis in Bridgeville. Okay. Okay. Painting and I'm looking at this in the painting. new Permanis in Bridgeville. Okay. Yes. You know those this you know the painting. Yeah, they, they, they do like a cartoonish uh, with all yes. of the faces and stuff, right? Exactly. Okay. And up there, they have some local people, you know, and uh, they have McConnell's picture up there. Justin Watson? They had Dustin Watson. Okay, yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, in the lower right-hand corner, I'm looking at this thing. I'm going, wait a minute. Who's the dude in the Browns jersey? And my brother goes, well, that's that Eric Cush guy. He's from CV. He went to Cal U, right? Okay. He played for nine NFL teams. And Permanis puts up the one with the Browns uniform on. Colin, this is how far the rivalry has fallen. This is Permanis Brothers, a Pittsburgh staple. Can I tell you, you got- why I bet they did it? Tell me. Can I tell you why? I think that Eric Cush also may have played for Tampa, if I'm not mistaken. Okay? Yes. It was one of the other teams. Okay? Yes, he did. Yes. I can tell you why I bet they did for for the Browns. Is because and I agree with you, but Permani brothers that what they got like forty some locations or something. Right, they're in Tampa. Yeah, they're in a they're, bunch of places. Other than Tampa, I bet they don't see themselves ever expanding into any of those places other than Potentially Cleveland, so it satisfies the Cleveland crowd. 
That's unbelievable. Is is is, is you think it's that deep then, huh? They're looking it, at they're, it, they're looking at it might be. Like all right, hold on, I gotta pull this up. Eric Kush, okay. Like, well, you know, you're right, though. It would have been innocuous. Like, he played for the Bears for two he years. for a bunch of teams. But I would, have, I would have put the one in the uniform that he played for the most, which was the Bears. Yes. Is that bizarre? It just came off as bizarre and also came off. If, I mean, the Browns were the – we had this conversation a long time ago. I mean, okay, the Ravens are, 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 are a rivalry that the mainstream media and the people that are younger, they like – but the Browns? Are you kidding? Like I was in shock. Okay, question. I mean, question that. Yeah, yeah. What if they would have had one in – what if they have a Permanis in, like, West Middlesex, Pennsylvania, and they very well might, and R.J. Bowers was on it? Should they put him in a Steelers jersey or a Browns jersey? <laughs> right. See, I <laughs> – I'm, 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 I, I don't know. I mean, I didn't look into it. I guess if if that's the case, it, it's probably. But think about it. I mean, I don't understand that. I, it just that boggles my mind. He, I'm looking at this thing. I'm going Browns jersey in Pittsburgh. It just this isn't just just. I'm never going to go there to eat, Colin. You know that, right? Well, yeah. Well, if it would be one thing if he was just only a Brown. But they had so many other options is why you're mad. I, I did the Google search, and I'm looking. I'm like, okay, maybe he played just for the Browns. I'm thinking, well, that's cool, right? And I go, you know, that's one thing because he's a local guy. It's different for the local guy. We, we, we tend to, like, allow a lot more for that. And I'm looking, and there's 15 teams on this guy's resume. Weird. Yeah, it's weird. Weird. What about Toby Keith? That's what a kick in the backside. R.I.P. Huh? Man, R.I.P. I, yeah, I, I agree. The P- cancer's a bitch, man. It is. It's terrible. And in the aftermath of this, it's just it's bothersome that he's not celebrated totally. And too many people pick political sides on both sides. And like in all things in life, and it's just like, can't we just figure it out as a society? I would rather. I mean, the guy's super talented, but I we don't respect each other anymore, Colin. We don't respect the sides. I mean, I had people in my family growing up that were on both sides. I don't hate anybody. I don't understand it. I mean, it is what it is. I get both sides, but I, you know, I tend to lean another side. But that doesn't mean that I have to hate the person who's on the other side. I mean, we've taken it to an extreme level. And, you know, it's sad to hear that story. I, I recently saw a picture of him, and I was, like, in shock. I mean, just awful, man. Awful disease. Yeah, terrible. Thank you for the call, Breadman, as always. Uh, Yeah, I did see that interview like a month ago, Toby Keith, and he just didn't look well, and it's just terrible. Back to the – I you know, Breadman's part of the reason I love Pittsburgh. Breadman's right around my age. Breadman is right around the – you know, right where Breadman and I are age-wise is where a couple years after us, loyalty kind of got diluted. Like, we have a – we have a, a way that we think that we were brought up by our parents and our grandparents that are like, everybody else is the enemy. What are you talking about? And so while some people who are younger than us, I'm sure heard Breadman say that and are like, what's the big deal? I'm totally on Breadman's wavelength. Like, no, F the Browns, screw the Browns. Get the guy a Char Valley jersey if they have to. You can't put him in there with a... Browns jersey. Put him in his high school jersey. Put him in his college jersey. Why would they do, put him in any other? Put him in just in a, in a in a generic jersey that just says football on Polk High. I don't care. 
but not a Browns jersey. So I feel Breadman's angst. I really do. Now, the other thing is, Breadman is bonkers enough that he won't step foot in that location. Like, he is that crazy that that's how he is. He is that Pittsburgh. 412-928-9370. What of this Art the Second stuff? You know, what he said to Pomp, I really think it might have some merit to it. Art the Second is a guy that doesn't like to string things out. He just, he simply doesn't. As we sit here in early February, we're not closing the door on anything, he said about the quarterback position. We have a lot of evaluations to go through, and we'll go through all of the options and do what we need to do to be better this coming season. Now, when he says that, if he does nothing, if they go into the season with Pickett and they draft somebody or they get somebody in the free agency market or they re-sign Mason Rudolph, who knows, then people will be like, see, Art didn't do anything. He didn't go get Justin Fields or whatever, and he'll be taken apart for that, which would be unfair because he just needs to go through the evaluations and figure out if what the best way to put a quarterback room together is. But again... If that was if it was the case where he knew exactly what was going to happen with the quarterback room and they had their designs already laid out and they knew the people that were going to be their quarterbacks and they were totally comfortable. That's also a big thing that they were totally comfortable in them. Art would have told Bob Pompiani flat out today. Here's the other part in the dynamic in that. Art's not a beat around the bush guy with people he respects. He just simply isn't. And Art absolutely positively respects Bob a great deal. He probably respects Bob more than any other media member in this town, right there along with Jerry Dulac. So he would have, even in a televised interview, and it wasn't live, it was taped, he would have said, Bob, nah, I see where you're going with this. We got our quarterback. This is something to keep a pulse on. This is something to keep an eye on. And this is something, I don't know if it's going to turn into Justin Fields, but... I'm here to tell you 100% so, while it might end up turning back into Kenny Pickett, it's absolutely positively not dead right now. It's not decided right now. It's not over right now. They, if, if Art answered like that, they still are investigating. 412-928-9370. That's 412-928-9370. Back into this officiating topic we started with uh, the show with today. Roger Goodell spoke on the officials. He said some things about the officials. He was not as critical as I think a lot of fans would like that to be, would would have liked him to be, and we must discuss that coming up next. Uh, we will take your calls again. 412-928-9370 here. On the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Big controversy on the Twitter platforms. X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it. Drake apparently had his manhood out, which is all fun, right? I don't know. Uh, Drizzy. Uh, who, who knows? I, You know, maybe it was God's plan. But I, I, I was just, I don't know, I was intrigued, so I had to go check it out because too many people were talking about Drake, so I had to see what it was all about. And um, I kind of wish I hadn't, but it, it is what it is. So Drake going nonstop on Twitter. Uh, so there's that. Uh, and now I'm scarred. Luckily, I did it on my phone and not on the work computer. Did the search for Drake. So if you're so inclined, uh, go check it out. Dawn's in Murraysville. Hi, Dawn. Hey, how are you doing tonight? Great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Hanging in there. I was listening to everything you were talking about, and I'm kind of a uh, Price is Right watching myself. Oh, forth, just to, oh okay. Uh, yeah. What are, are you? Are you retired, or, or do you, what are you doing at that time of day that you have that much time carved out? Well, I'm semi close to close to retirement myself, but not quite there yet. But I don't work. Uh, I don't work day shift all the time. I sometimes work days, sometimes evenings, that type of thing. Oh, so, nice. What, what are your thoughts on those Price is Right games? Tell me. First off, can't agree with you more as far as the uh, Plinko game. That's the biggest uh, biggest crock in, in game show history. There is no such thing as a, as a 50000 winner. I've never, ever, ever seen a $50,000 winner. It never happens. I don't know why they even bother promising it. You know, it's, it's just stupid. The only, the only degree of skill, maybe, if you want to call it skill, is the, uh, the, the estimates you have to make on the prizes ahead of time uh, to get the number of chips. And that's that's it. All otherwise, it's a crapshoot. Well, it is. It's a it's a carnival game that they would do at your local street fair, church fair. Uh, Don, if I gave you the plinko chips, where would you put them on the board? In the middle, on the side, halfway through? Like where would you go? Start in the middle, and it's kind of it's kind of like warp bowling. It depends upon which way your chip is going at the time. Whenever after you start in the middle. But when you get toward toward the end of your chips, and you kind of got to guess again as far as okay, it looks like as if it's going over to the uh, to the right, for example, and you know I'd move it over correspondingly to try to see what I could do there. But otherwise, it's you know it's a crapshoot. It's gonna it's gonna go where it's gonna go. You know? gotcha. uh, and then the other thing is too, a couple other games that are that are kind of really predictable on that show that uh, that I find it amazing that people don't win at it all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that rangefinder game where you have the thing in the middle that goes up and down to, uh, if you're guessing or trying to figure out where the price is, it's yeah. always in the it's always in the middle, always. And people, uh, some people will get, uh, mess up and go down a little low. Well, what is it like a? It, it's it's like a six hundred dollar, seven hundred fifty dollar scale or something. You got to get it within like two hundred bucks, right? I think so. Yeah, I think that's what it is. You, I'm not you think it's sure. always in the like it's never right when it starts and it's never at the top. It, you're right. It is somewhere in the middle. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So you you have a stand a pretty good shot of going somewhere in the middle and you're going to win. And then uh, the Yodelier game that you were talking about earlier. Yes, yeah, certainly. Those three or those three things at the beginning that you have to make a, an estimate on the price. Most of the time, it's in the twenties, and then the thirties, and then the forties. If you get, if you if you call anything in that those ranges for each prize, you're most likely gonna uh, gonna win. You know, so 
those are the two that I just find like really, really it seems like it would be easier to win than what some people, you know, kind of make it out to be. So you're telling me if I go 25-35-45, I'm going to win the cliffhangers game? You stand a pretty good chance, yeah. Interesting. Huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, huh. it's it's strange. Strange. Plus, the other thing I heard about that game, and by the way, before uh, before I end this part of the uh, part of the call, there is only one really big reason to watch that show. Manuela, he was on today. Yeah. Oh, I tell you, she's she, she's the nicest one of the bunch. Let's put it that way. Manuela, hold on, I gotta pull out the pics, pictures, or it didn't happen. So hold on, Manuela Oh, he was on today. She you was. You watched you watch today. Yeah, I didn't watch as intently as um. Do you know how old? Do you know you know what um, nationality she is? Colombian. You're right about that. Do you know? Yes, you are. Okay. You know how old she is? I have no clue. I'm guessing probably 30s because she had a kid the last year or so. Yeah, she's she's thir- she's 35 years old. Um, wow. She's also model years. She, yes, she, model years. That's, that's heading to, toward bells and whistles as far as all the alarms going off. It is kind of sad because. Well, with the exception of Martha Stewart, why they put her in, on Sports Illustrated as a model, I have no idea. Martha Stewart looks really? good for her age. She's married to this oh, fellow named age. named Matthew Doherty, not the basketball coach at North Carolina formerly, um, but she's married to uh, Matthew Doherty. Or not North Car- was he at North Carolina or Notre Dame? Well, I don't know. You know who I'm talking about. She's married, though, this Manuela. She's also 5'7". Do you know that? I did not know that. I she kind of looks like a five seven. Yeah, but, you no, think she looks know. like a ten though, huh, Bella? Oh, uh, probably. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now the next topic I want to uh, want to talk about is this thing I've heard about lately, as far as uh, Sanchez, Gary Sanchez. Yeah. What about it? Why? Why? Because he got he got skewed over the coals when he was playing for the Yankees. Of course. Now, granted, it's the Yankees media, the uh, New York media, but still. You know, it doesn't sound like as if he's the greatest catcher in the world, unless they're wanting to kind of light a, a further fire under Davis uh, to try to get him in, uh, get him in shape quicker. And I don't know what he's been doing in the off season uh, to try to improve himself or just what. But um, evidently, if they're looking at some somebody else, they must be must not be too terribly thrilled with Davis. Yeah, thank you for the call. I don't think anybody's too terribly thrilled with Davis. The prospects of catching, it's all. I, I mean, we all saw what he tried to do when he tried to play the position, and he just wasn't all that good. Man, he was all—he was—he was into that Manuela, huh? I don't watch it that intently. I don't know. I don't know Manuela. Although I looked her up, and she's quite the dish. Chris is in California. Hi, Chris. Hey, Colin. What's good, man? Not much at all. My man was into Manuela. That's for sure. No, I'm not too uh, – what is that, baseball? I'm not too into baseball that much. Sure, go yeah, for baseball, yeah. Um, so uh, I've called about this before, but, I mean, it's surfaced around again with Art Rooney leaving the QB position open or their possibility of being trades. I mean, if you guys are willing to go ahead and trade for a quarterback – Come on, get, give the Eagles a call and send Kenny Pickett, bro. Send him, get it out of your guys' misery, get it out of my misery, and send him to, send him to Philly, man, because he doesn't deserve what's going on. I mean, the dude's done everything that you could possibly do as a professional and more. I mean, in the disrespect that's going on and benching him at the end of the season, the dude does, deserves way more than the credit that you guys are giving him. And that's that, that's just that's just my thought. I mean, I follow the guy since uh, Pitt. 
Um, I'm a huge fan. I'm going to Vegas, as a matter of fact. So if anybody's listening, I'll be wearing uh, Bring Kenny Pickett to Philly shirt with his pictures of when he was a youth on my back printed. And then I'm going to be making a sign, too. Uh, so I'll be right in, the, in front of Bellagio holding that sign up. So Does your shirt also say, um, by chance, I mean, I don't know how much room is on your shirt, but does your shirt say that he has thrown 13 touchdowns and 13 interceptions in his career? I mean, does it say how many um, times that a receiver has run, uh, ran the wrong route or dropped the balls in the end zone? I mean, I mean, we could go back and forth. So, no, I'm just asking. Does it show that his his record as a starter is what? Like, no, but the kid has potential, and the kid's potential has yet to be seen yet. So, I I, I see his body of work, and I see what he's uh, capable of. Surround him with a good O line and with a good supporting cast that will actually. Um, support him, and that doesn't talk down on him. And then also goes on to Twitter and you know says Mason Rudolph's my guy, Alex High Tower, whatever his name is, disrespecting Kenny by praising uh, Rudolph uh, towards well, the why, end. Of the why like, should why should people not praise who they think is good? That that's if you take that as a as disrespect. Okay, like I do a radio show, right? If somebody says that they think Andrew Filipponi's really good, why should I take that as disrespect? I mean, I'm not, I mean, I mean, teacher's own, you know, but you drafted the kid at 20 overall to be your franchise quarterback. So obviously he's there to be the franchise QB. And if the team doesn't like him because of the franchise making a choice, being his, the 20th pick overall, then, Hey, they want their guy being Mason, be that. Send, send Kenny where he's going to be comfortable, and I know he'll be comfortable in Philly. I already know damn well that Jalen Hurts ain't the guy. It, I, the day that Jalen Hurts wins the Super Bowl, I will never call how about, a radio host. How about they just make a straight-up trade? I, that'd, be, that'd be fabulous. Kenny Pickett. I know, do you I know, know? the Steelers don't want Jalen Hurts because he ain't going to win you guys a Super Bowl. He's already he, he's had so much support around him that you can't have any more support around him to win a Super Bowl. I mean, he went to the Super Bowl, but he didn't win it. So – yeah, that's that's as close as he's going to get. Brother, like Kenny I said, Pickett I'm, hasn't even played in a playoff game. Like I said, give the kid a chance. I mean, he came in week five against the Buffalo Bills and got demolished. Uh, and then, you know, he, he played out. He tried to prove himself throughout that year, his rookie year. And then he doesn't even get to finish a full season last year. Okay, all I right. mean, he hasn't even got given a given him a chance, man. Kenny, Jalen Hurts threw more touchdown passes in just his second season then Kenny Pickett has thrown in the two seasons he's played. Like I said, man, ha- I mean, you I- have to build camaraderie. Jalen Hurts has had so much support. It, I, I, like I said, I would never talk to you again if Jalen Hurts wins a Super Bowl. I don't. I mean, or, you, you don't have to talk to me host. again if it doesn't if it doesn't happen. I mean, I, I don't. It's not going to happen. So I mean, I'm I, trying I, to. I'm trying to. Get my point across, and I'm trying to make this possible because I know Kenny will thrive a lot more further in Philadelphia. I just know it. I mean, he's from New Jersey. Uh, that's one motivation. Do you know He'll, him by chance? Like, are you friends with the guy? No, I, I'm not, but I followed him, and I like everything about the kid. Oh, and, I can and, tell and that. Just the disrespect that's What is disrespectful? Words, can I ask you a, a, a real question, like all shtick aside? Because, like, the reason the reason I don't have a big tolerance for people like you is, like, I'm not a big shtick guy. I, I, I don't have any. I'm just me. So what is disrespectful for someone like me who, again, I don't have a shtick. I don't have a persona. I'm just – whatever I say to you is the same thing I say to my neighbor when we talk about football. There's no, like, on-air persona. So – 
what is disrespectful about saying that I just don't think Kenny Pickett's that good? What's the disrespect considering the numbers? It's have not backed that up. going towards you, Colin. It's going towards your colleagues. It's going towards majority of the fan base. It's going towards the mainstream media that keeps throwing that keeps diming him out for whatever reason. I mean, what, what, are, what, what things are said other than just pointing out that his numbers haven't been good. Okay. For what, for what, uh, one thing to point out, he hasn't even entered the league. And then you're talking about his small hands. Can he I didn't say ball? that. I said that that wasn't going to be a factor. Like I said, I didn't say he well, did. Call the those people. Yeah. Okay, well, you, you represent. No, I don't. The Steelers. See, no, I don't. You're talking about the Steelers. No, I, I represent me. See, this is something that people can't comprehend about sports talk radio or about news talk radio or about any talk radio. Whenever you want – it bothers me like a lot, although I'm just going to go home and go to sleep, so it's not, it doesn't bother me that much. Go at the people who – nobody's the media. There's no such thing. There's no such thing as the media, one big thing. There are individuals who make up a vocation and a job. So, Chris, if you're going to be critical of somebody, be like I don't even know oftentimes what's said at 1.04 p.m. on this station. But if you want to have receipts, go and call that person for their particular opinion. It would just be like being at school. You don't get in trouble for what the other kid in school does. So I'm not going to get in trouble, so to speak, or be scolded for something that someone else says. If you have a problem or if you have a difference of opinion with something I said that came out of my mouth, I'm more than capable and willing and want to discuss it with you. But I never said anything about Kenny Pickett's small hands once. I said it was a non-factor. I get where you're coming from. But, you know, there's a time where, you know, people work and people have time to call in. And then there's also a time where... I get shunned because maybe you guys don't like what I have to say. Nobody knows. I'll be frank. We don't like know our call, most of our callers like that. We know we know some of them. But anyway, continue. So I know the the media has some type of agenda, and they you know narrate their way of who they're going to accept no, as a caller. I, there's and no media. I just look at this thing. I man, this is something that the public has totally wrong. There's no such thing as the media like I don't talk to Joe about what callers he takes Uh, I don't talk to Andrew about who the bad and good callers are I don't talk to Doran and Adam about their topics I just come in and do my show there's no uh, unified front you are somebody who is delusional delusional and thinking that people are against you Chris it's not the case okay Okay, whatever the case may be I'll be in Vegas you'll see the sign hopefully you see see it on your page I won't see it. Okay. I appreciate the call. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Uh, To another Chris, closer than California, this one in Freeport. Hi, Chris. Hey, how are you doing? I'm good. Thank you for asking. 
I'm not sure if that dude was all cracked out or not, but he don't know what the hell he's talking about. Jalen Hurts almost had the MVP two years ago. I know. Right? What was up with that guy? He was—he wouldn't even let you off the phone. Jalen, well, that was fun. Jalen Hurts threw like 22 touchdowns to six interceptions, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, the last two years, he's, he's had more than like 3,700 yards of passing. I agree with that. And and I understand with the picket thing, you know, and Justin Fields, hey, why not give him picket and a third round pick? I mean, what are you gonna lose? You bring back Mason Rudolph. Then you draft one in the court and you know, you draft a quarterback. Yeah, there and thank you for the call. The one the one thing that I extract from that conversation, because I didn't tune out, I listened to all of it. The when people and let me explain this to you before I get to this break. And then we'll talk about officiating and we'll continue your calls on this. When people say the media the media does. There's no concerted effort for people to band together. Like I explained to him, I don't ever say to Chris or Andrew, okay, who's the good callers? Okay, conversely, who are the bad callers you had on your show that I need to look out for that we need to freeze out? Okay, Chris, what agenda are we trying to push to try to get people? Like, we. Number one, we don't care that much to band together. And number two, uh, I'll just be frank. We all working in this field have varying degrees of ego that we want our own opinions pushed. We're not going to unify and have a unified front with somebody else because we're all trying to get to the same place, which is the top of the mountain and the top of the heap, ourself. This is the most mercenary business in the world. Sure, we're on a team. But we want to get individually noticed. We ain't locking arms and trying to be unified like that. It just isn't. So when people say the media, and subjects do this all the time, especially in sports. It's even more rampant in sports than it is in politics. Well, the media tries to do this to me, a player will say. Nah, man. Maybe just a lot of people, or even just a few people, have a similar opinion. And that's what's happened. Anyway, more on this. Let's talk about that Chris call, 412-928-9370. We'll talk about some officiating because Roger Goodell said something very interesting uh, in that regard. And then top of the hour, great interview today. It was Ron Cook. It was Joe Starkey. As Ron, Ron Cook is kind of doing a, a Cal Ripken victory lap, like a, a on his way out victory lap. And they had Larry Foote on today. It was spectacular. We'll hear that at the top of the hour right here on The Fan. Four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. This is one of the best covers ever done. It's Big Head Todd and the Monsters doing "Brandy, You're a Fine Girl," and I think it's a spectacular song. It takes a lot of chutzpah to do this song. Such a great song, and they cover it and they crush it. Anyway, we'll get into Roger Goodell and what he said about the officials in just a moment after we talk to Matthias. Hi, Matthias. How you doing? I've never been better. Thank you for asking. Sounded like you needed some a little support after that last. Oh no, D-bag. I, I can I can handle it. Um, I know. I'm just saying. Hey, you do a good job. I love listening to you guys on the way home. Well, thank you from work. So, but I just have one more question for you. Sure, you haven't asked one yet, so make it your. It well, this is this is the only one. <laughs> okay. I've, yes. Okay. You know, how, when it snows, everything's white, right? When it melts, where does the white go? Well, the. It changes color because it changes from 
a solid to a liquid. I'm just joking. I was just calling to say you guys do a good job. Keep it up. Well, thank you. I thought he was serious. But that would be the right answer, right? In its solid form, it takes on a white U. In its liquid form, it becomes clear. So, like, that's where we are with it. I think. I don't know. I don't have a better answer. I don't necessarily think that was a great riddle, but that's my answer. 412-928-9370 is the number. Roger Goodell said this about officiating. As Roger Goodell gets together, right, at the Super Bowl, and he always does the same sort of uh, stuff. He's At least he's asked the same stuff. How's the Rooney rule working? Oh, what about the state of ownership? Uh, how about the, oh, the pace of play? What about the television contract? How about these two teams at the Super Bowl? Like, it's the same 10 questions, and one of them is always the state of officiating. He was asked about it, and he said this. Let's move on to officiating. A lot of scrutiny in this season. What are you doing to assess the officials and to improve their credibility. We even had scrutiny yesterday in the Pro Bowl games. I think, you know, listen, in uh, professional sports and all sports, officiating is part of that. Uh, I think in the NFL, the level of scrutiny is at the highest I've ever seen it. And that's part of our popularity. I understand that. It's part of the technology. You all do such a great job that you see more than you could ever see in officiating. The game is faster. I think our officials do a great job. They are superior. But at the end of the day, no one's perfect. Uh, whether it's all of us that watches the games or play the games or coach the games or the officials. Uh, we have to continue to try to get better. We have to work, use technology where we can to try to improve uh, their performance, let them use technology to make sure they get the right answer. Uh, but I think they do an incredible job, but we're going to keep working to get better, ultimately. King Raj is right here. No one is perfect, but they do a great job. They, The officials do an exemplary job in the NFL. They get so many calls right. But let's get back to the first part of that statement when he says, no one is perfect. Yep, no one is perfect. You know who's not perfect? A running back. Running back goes, he misses a hole, he might go down, he might fumble, right, in a big situation. Quarterback, never perfect. They throw interceptions. Nobody goes through a whole season, doesn't throw an interception, or throws an incomplete pass, or whatever. Just not perfect. A defensive lineman, oh, right, I stunned it this way, I, suppose, oh, I couldn't catch up with that running back, he made it through the hole. Cornerback, everyone, even the best ones, Revis Island, they get roasted, they get hit for a touchdown, it happens. Wide receiver. Every once in a while, no matter how sure-handed you are, you drop a football. Or you're running and you slip and you fall down. Absolutely less than perfect. No kicker, even Justin Tucker, is ever perfect. They miss. Okay? Coaches, all the time. Should I go here? What should I do here? What should I do about all that? Well, yeah, uh, I made a bad decision and we didn't get it on fourth down. Look what happened with the Detroit Lions. All right, front office men. Ah, are they perfect? No. Oh, I drafted the wrong fella. Did he work out? Nah, he was a first-round pick, and man, he was only in the league a couple years, and he never he never did for us what we thought. So you take all the combatants in football. You take all the people who work in football, the people who pull together to make this grand game. They ask one group of people, or at least the public does, to be perfect. 
And that's the officials. And you're not satisfied unless they're perfect. Why is that? They're not robots. They're not machines. They're not artificial intelligence. They are humans. So why are they asked when everything else around them and everything else in the same game that they are a part of has a plus-minus ratio, is able to miss some, or is very, very good, though, hits a lot more than they miss, but the officials are expected to be 100% on. I said this before. I'll say it again. I'll say it till the end of time. Only two people need to be perfect in my life. That's the guy or lady flying my airplane and the same person, uh, not the same person, but the person doing surgery on me. That's it. Everybody else can hit it a 900-something clip, and they don't even have to hit it a 900 clip. The airplane pilot, I got I to gotta have you bat 1,000. The person doing surgery, same way. Got to have you. Got to have you batting 1,000. Other than that, it's life. It's humans. I can live with it. So why do we demand and command perfection from officials? It's simply because we see so much on our television. And Roger Goodell touched on that too. The technology we have and everything that we see. In a way, it's unfair to them. Steve's in the car. Hi, Steve. Uh, Colin, great to hear you, my friend. Um, you're absolutely right. Melted snow is indeed clear because it's water. Um, NIL, I think, is going to be the end of uh, um, college sports as we know it. Uh, I hope you have a great evening. I love listening to you. Um, Have a good evening, and I'll talk to you later. I'll talk to you later. Thank you for the call, Steve. It means a lot. I appreciate it. 412-928-9370. That's 412-928-9370. Leaves the line open for you. I'll rehash a big story, by the way, that's getting a lot of punch that my man, Mike Holden, tipped me off to that people need to know before they go to bed. Maybe they're on their way home from the Penguin game right now. Maybe you're sitting in traffic, right? You need to know this. You absolutely need to know this. So Mike Holden, who used to work for Channel 11, who now lives in Cleveland, told me this just before I went on the air. He sent me a text, and he said, did you know this? Look what just happened. So remember the young lady who beat up those women in the porta potty at Morgan Wallen concert in Pittsburgh? Remember that? They wanted some. They didn't realize what they were getting into. She gave it to him. She fed him a bunch of rights and left. She kicked him. She put him in a porta potty and she acted like a, a MMA fighter and she just fed it to him, right? Remember her? A hot little dish. She was blonde. She was, you know, cleaned up, yinzer, kind of. It was what it was. So she started making the rounds a little bit after that, right? She did some media interviews or whatever. How about this? She's apparently going to be in Playboy, right? America's something. This lady launches her career, this young lady, launches her career from beating the hell out of a bunch of women at a Morgan Wallen concert on the North Shore, and she parlays that into being in Playboy. Get that money, though. Do what you got to do. I don't mind it. Do what you got to do. And I just, I'm not real big on starting your career as a, you know, a vehicle, using a vehicle, violence to do it. But I get—I mean, it is what it is. Society's so screwed up. But apparently she's going to be in Playboy, Mike Holden tells me. Which, I also, this, Mike Holden, I watched the Grammys the other night, right? 
And my daughter was watching, my wife was watching the red carpet on E. So everybody's walking in. They're talking to like Jelly Roll. They're talking to to everybody that's going to be on the Grammys. Okay? The people they have doing that were very okay. Very average. The people they have interviewing the subjects. Mike Holden, who used to work at Channel 11, now works in Cleveland on the morning show, a television show up there as a reporter. One million percent miscast in that role. He should be snatched up by somebody like E to be doing red carpet stuff. He would totally murder it. It is his calling. It should be what he's doing, and somebody needs to hire him to do that because he would be he would immediately rise to the absolute best of the best. That's what Mike Holden should be doing. Anyway, top of the hour. Great interview today. Larry Foote with Cook and with Joe as Ron Cook continues his week of his Cal Ripken lap, his victory lap uh, around Pittsburgh. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Check out special financing for qualified buyers on new Silverado 1500 trucks. Tonight, clear, low 26. Wednesday, sunny skies, high of 53, low of 31. Temps in the 50s to low 60s the rest of the week. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.